1: To the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Farugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers.
2: And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised.
1: If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started.
2: You've joined us for episode 47 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your baby supplies and how to
1: store baby supplies when you're between your gorgeous babies. Wow, this is an awesome topic. Thanks, Katrina Borg, for requesting this.
2: This is a cool one, Katrina. I actually never would have thought of this as a podcast episode because my babes are so close in age. So there's under two years between my two, so I never had to store things really between them because Jesse went from a cot and then Elijah went straight into that cot. But what about clothes? Oh, clothes we did. Yes, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm like looking at you like you're not thinking properly. Well, you
2: weren't. you've also got to remember, though, that my Jesse was really unwell as a baby and was still in double zeros at 18 months. He was really unwell and he was
1: so little that he... Did Elijah come out bigger than him?
2: Yeah, he came, well Jesse's problem wasn't that he was born small; it was that he stayed small. newborn size yeah for a really, really, really long time. Hang on, let me get that right. Double zero. Yeah, it was eighteen months when he moved into zeros. Zero. Yeah, poor wow. little Baba. He looked. Oh, sh- oh, uh, no, I won't. I was going to say I'll put a photo up of him of how little and sick he looked, but I won't
1: because it's actually horrible. Did they look like twins then?
2: They did for quite a while. So I would get stopped in the shops probably once a week when Elijah was probably six months. So it took a while for them. And they would go, oh, you have twins. And I would look at them like they're nearly two years apart. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yes, we would constantly get asked if
1: they were twins. Because they so look like twins too. I know,
2: they look nothing alike. <laughs> and the that's the
1: complete opposite. I
2: think as a mother, you're thinking, hang on, like one's fair and one's dark there's two years apart. How in the world do you think I have twins? But no jokes, once a week I would get out at the shops.
1: Yeah. But because not all twins are identical. No, well,
2: mine would be very, very non identical if they were twins.
1: Some non twins, <laughs> some siblings. Don't look anything alike, like your two. Yeah, correct. They don't even look like they come from the same family. <laughs> <laughs> Until that... you see both of their parents. Correct. And then you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, it's yes. weird, isn't it?
2: How genetics work. Yes. Someone said to me once that Jesse has my shape, but Cal's colouring, and Elijah has Cal's shape and my colouring. Yeah. So face, body, eyes, everything, but the opposite colouring.
1: Yes. How funny is that? It's it, It's true, isn't it? It's weird. It's so trippy looking at both of your kids. I love both of them, but it's so weird because I'm all like, which part of which are you? Yeah. I can see both of your parents. (laughs) And then I look and see
2: both of your parents in the the other other one. one. Who's nothing like the first one. (laughs) So true because they look
1: nothing alike. I know. Nothing alike. Which is funny because Jackie and I don't, my sister and I don't look that alike and we probably do more now. But when we were teenagers, I remember being in youth group And one of our lovely youth group leaders, Wayne, told us off because I had kicked Jackie up the bottom, like mucking around, Yeah. but he didn't realise that we were sisters. So he went to town on us because he was like, that's so inappropriate to do that to your youth group mate. And I'm like, what do you mean? We're sisters, which is still not really appropriate, but it is. No, but it's like, you know, it's
2: less offensive when you're
1: kicking your sister up the bum. And he's like... I'm like Wayne. How could you have been our youth group leader for two years and not know that we were sisters?
2: But you do look very dissimilar.
1: Yes, yes. C- particularly if you know the rest of our family. Correct. And you I and Larissa look and like the twins. The rest of us look the same, but Jackie is the black sheep, literally. Yeah. In she's yeah, got just dark hair. she's the dark one. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us are fair. So it was just—it's funny. It is funny.
2: Yeah. And what's the gap between your two kids?
1: Exactly two years. Oh, like awesome. two and a half weeks less than Ooh, two years. Oh, I love that. So it's an expensive time of the year.
2: Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Come June, July. Was that your aim? Had you like <laughs> pre-kids had a desire
1: of what kind of a gap you wanted? Yeah, we wanted two years, but I, <laughs> we didn't realise. Yeah, it's strange because Simon is a maths genius and I'm not so bad at maths myself. And yet they were actually due like three days apart. <laughs>
2: That's really funny. So you just got, like, all your dates mixed up. Yeah,
1: and so we said to Emily from the moment I knew that she was in my womb, I said, please come two weeks early, please come two weeks early because I really didn't want, like, to be anxious about them having the same yeah. birthday. So I was like, please come two weeks early and that was the first and last time she's ever listened to me because she came <laughs> two weeks early.
2: Well played, Emily. <laughs> That's gold. <laughs> and so did you find with having a boy and then a girl had you saved a lot of your boy clothing that then you didn't need or did you yes. have lots of clothing that could have been worn for either easily?
1: We had lots of um, neutral colours because we didn't know that Ollie was a boy so all his baby clothes were neutral like they were all yes. whites and yellows and greens and you know that, that's neutral nice. Yeah, and so that was really good because we did find out that Emily was a girl so then we just pulled out all of the girl, all of the neutral clothes and any anything that was nice. I think we even kept like even some blue stuff because I didn't care. It's no. a baby. Yeah. Like And blue is... There's no such thing as a girl colour and a boy colour. They're colours. Correct. <laughs> so I was like...
2: And- but babies traditionally people tend to dress because it's easier to tell what gender they are. Because yes. babies, like sometimes you look at a beautiful boy and you think it's a girl, you look at a girl and you think it's like it's yes. really hard
1: sometimes. Yes.
2: I don't comment on genders gender until I know for sure.
1: Emily looked gorgeous in blue, but she still looks really beautiful in blue and particularly dark blue. Oh, so. I was going to say
2: I love navy on little yeah. girls. Oh, navy and
1: white. So yeah, we kept a lot of his clothes, particularly his newborn clothes. And then we just donated yep. the rest of his blue boy. Where did you donate to? I can't remember. It was like seven years ago. Okay.
2: So it was a, it wasn't a particular <clears throat> charity or something. It might have just been friends or an op shop.
1: I really, really can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know what we did with all of that. We had cloth nappies, like the um The modern cloth. modern cloth. And I do remember when we finished using them with Amelie, we did call up Dandelion Support and donated them all to them, along with a few other baby paraphernalia stuff. But yes.
2: So Dandelion Support is, for those of you in Melbourne, like St Kilda Mums, and for those of you in neither Melbourne nor Sydney, (laughs) is kind of mum-based charities where they give baby supplies and baby paraphernalia and things that will help a mum to mums who are underprivileged or struggling.
1: Yeah, or multiple births and not expecting it. Wow, well, so it is time. a challenging
2: time. And <laughs> um, I think what you'll learn when you have kids is that there's so much stuff that we're told we need mm-hmm. that we don't. Yeah, So many things that if you were to... Say you went to... I don't want to necessarily name any shops, but say you went to a baby product shop mm-hmm. and they had a list of like the essentials to buy when you're having a baby... I think you could probably halve the list, yes, and still not be in need. Yes.
1: What did you buy that you realized you didn't need, or were you not in a position to buy? We didn't. No, at we didn't. Point? I don't
2: think we ever bought anything. So we had a cot, but it was the cot that I was in when I was a baby. So my mum had kept it, um, and this is actually probably a good segue to what happens when people give you things that are, in my case, was twenty five years old and it actually no longer fit the regulations of safety anymore. Um, So we did use it for a little while until I realised that, and then we went and just got a second-hand cot. Um, But do think about that. Like you might be keeping a cot, a pram, a Bassinet. bassinet, those kind of things to hand on to maybe your kids, but do consider that safety standards improve fairly regularly and that they actually may not be suitable. They may not be, you know... So this is the other thing we were given, is we were given a pram, but the pram was 14 years old, beautiful pram, but didn't have a safety lock on it. And so we couldn't use it because I just wasn't prepared to take that risk. And so I felt bad because then you're saying to someone who's willing to give you something that they've kept and is really special to them, thanks, but no thanks. Yes. So no, we didn't really buy... Anything, I don't think. I actually can't remember buying a thing for our kids that was superfluous. We had a pram. We never had a, um, we didn't ever buy a cradle. It was just cot yep. and pram. And that was kind of it.
1: And is that because you didn't buy into the consumerism aspect or because you didn't have a lot of money at that point? Both. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we could have spent the money on baby stuff if we'd wanted to, but... You know the
1: babies don't need a lot. Was the baby bonus around? Yes. Yeah, we got a baby bonus for both boys.
2: So I think it was four grand for Jesse, five grand for Large. Yeah. Um, but we actually put all of that money into a long-term savings account, so we didn't spend any of it on the baby needs. Yep. Did you get baby bonus with
1: yours? You would have with Oliver at least. Yeah, we did with Oliver. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if we did with Emily. I can't remember. But this is why they're saying that there's a huge influx in schools at the moment because really? of the baby bonus. Yeah. That is interesting. And I was like, really? Do people really have children to get five grand? I
2: know. Don't you know that, like, you're going to spend that just on their piano lessons over the next 18 years? <laughs>
1: or just on the wine you need to drink.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Between chocolate and wine, you've blown your baby bonus
1: that's gold
2: but i didn't get paid maternity leave
1: no i didn't get yeah see no. it's
2: it's really changed now there's paid maternity leave yeah see how old we are our kids are six eight nine and eleven and, we're and we old. didn't get paid maternity leave
1: i know, that's just ridiculous it's
2: ridiculous and my husband didn't get paid paternity leave
1: so you didn't have a lot of things you didn't buy into consumerism no tell me what you did though we did did a little bit. We were, I mean, we weren't, you know, splashing the cash around. But we we bought, we only bought a cot. We didn't buy a cradle. We didn't, we bought a car seat, but one that flipped around. Oh, yeah, we like, had one yep. We didn't have the capsule with no. Oliver, but we did hire the capsule with Amelie. We bought a Baby Beyond, Oh, one of those ones that yep, strap carriers. To the front. Yep, which I never loved. Simon loved it. Mm-hmm. I ended up buying a wrap.
2: My sister, does and
1: I the- love them. Yeah, I love, love, love. Shout them.
2: out to Sarah, who is like the wrap mama. Like, oh. she wears her babies so beautifully and has like I don't know how many different types, but can tell you what best one to buy is.
1: Yeah. I only bought one and I loved it. Simon didn't like it. So that was kind of good because then he'd use the Baby Bjorn, and I'd use the wrap and I really liked that. Um, we bought a few things. I'm sure we bought too, way too much.
2: Even toys we tend to buy too yes, much, don't we?
1: That that, And that's exactly where my mom was going. I think we bought too much toys for him. Um, but I, I do want to say that like early parenthood is so precious and being pregnant is, can be really hard and can be really beautiful. And both at the same time. Yes. B- brutiful. You know, Amy and I didn't have Instagram like 11, nine, eight and six, even seven years ago. Mm. There wasn't Instagram there wasn't the influencers on Instagram who are showing you how perfect they are with all their perfect products and how perfectly they do motherhood and how easy it is. Early parenthood is so hard and so precious. Pregnancy is so hard and so precious that we want to really encourage you if you're in this season to be really mindful of what you are consuming, you know, what on your Facebook feed what influences you're listening to yeah what's on your Instagram feed and be true to yourself now there is always a time and a place to ask your friends what they needed and what they would recommend and there's always you know if you like for instance with the baby wearing wrap i saw my friend wearing it and i was like that is amazing can you tell me more about it and she told me more about it i went home that night and bought one
2: so good, but it was the
1: best investment right that was my favorite investment
2: but you weren't buying that wrap so that you could be like your friend you were buying that wrap because you saw the Benefits. How much easier it made your friend's life, yeah, and, and how much the child felt comfortable and close to mum, yeah, and-, and
1: how I could do things two hands, hands free, and yeah, I I loved it, yeah, and that's where I just wanted to like encourage you all to really think about: do you really need to look like that influencer on Instagram? Because you probably never going to look like her that's <laughs> you're right probably you're probably not, not going that. to have that same body that same baby that same hairstyle the same makeup the same you know you're not even if you buy everything that she's wearing and doing and looking like you're different you're a different unique beautiful person and you have value and you are like so infinitely beautiful without all of that stuff or with that stuff if that's what you choose to do. But we just want you to be really mindful and thoughtful consumers. And it's an expensive time of life regardless, Like, So don't be buying stuff that you don't actually need. Don't get caught into
2: going to Baby Bunting or Toys R Us or Babies R Us or Target and just wandering around and thinking, oh, my baby would love that. Because your baby might love it. But they might not need it, yeah. And so give yourself a bit of grace. I want to um put in the show notes, and we'll put it online this week. There's a doco or a a Facebook video, I think it's Finland, where they give all new mums a kit, and it comes in like this kind of cardboard box, which turns
1: into the cot. The cot, yes.
2: So it's got a mattress at the bottom. It's got just a few clothes. And so, like, my kids never wore an outfit until they were over one. They effectively just wore pyjamas. Like, they wore onesies (laughs) for a year. Because I was like, they're vomiting.
1: And five onesies a day.
2: Oh, they're going through everything. they're
1: throwing up so much. Yeah.
2: And I just wasn't that parent. Like, little girls didn't always have big bows in their hair when my kids were little.
1: No. Now, go for it if you love it.
2: But don't feel the pressure. If your child wears a onesie until they're walking,
1: it's totally not the end of the world. And I would say that it's probably more important that you look after yourself. Like, hop in the shower. (laughs) Get a shower. Wash your hair. (laughs) Make yourself feel a little more human before you're worried about how more beautiful you can make your already, already, I can't speak, your already stunning, valuable, precious little human. Yeah. Like,. Be, and again, that's not to make, you know, not so that you're an Instagram-worthy mum, but so that you can you feel function clean.
2: <laughs> and remember when they're little, like we're talking, like both of our kids, or sorry, all of our kids are in primary school and they require a lot of our time. When they're newborns, spend time with your partner, spend time with your family, spend time with your friends and enjoy that period. Enjoy the period when they are going to bed at 7.30 at night before they're wanting to stay up and like just take the season for what it's
1: worth. Enjoy those 40 minutes that they're asleep before they wake up again.
2: Yeah. Every mother with a two and a half year old's nodding, thinking, I wish I used those
1: sleep times better. (laughs) I really wish. Do you know what I wish? That God had created us with a sleep bank. So oh. that for all those twenty five years of yours and like thirty one years of mine, I could have banked all that sleep that all you those then lose. Late uni starts, <laughs> Saturday morning sleep ins. You know when you're newly partnered and you just like lay in bed all day, like or oh. in your sleep, and you wake up and you can read whenever you want. I remember those days. Yeah, they're coming again.
2: Look, my kids now are so independent yeah. that I can sleep until eight eight thirty if yeah. I need to or if I want to, and they can completely function on their own.
1: Yeah. So you, back to this Finland thing you were yeah. saying. It well, comes, it's, it's, and it's a great equaliser because everybody gets it.
2: It's not income-tested, means-tested. Yeah. Everybody gets it, and it's really, gen- I think, from what I can remember, and we'll check the video, it's, it's gender-neutral. Gender neutral. So there's kind of no, it, it's the, the almighty foundation for a baby being born. Yeah. Everything that you need Not everything that necessarily you want yes, is there, is given to you. Uh, I love it. I love it.
1: Yes. Hey, Amy, you know how we ran the awesome Art of Decluttering course last year? Do you want to do it again this year? Hey, I was thinking the same thing. We had such an incredible group last
2: year, though. Do you think we could ever match that level of awesomeness? Uh,
1: I'm not sure, but I'm totally willing to give it a go. But hey, back up a bit. Let's tell people about what the course is about again.
2: Well, you know how we help people each and every week in our podcast to declutter a space in their home? Well, our course is a bit different. You don't just get our best tips and tricks for decluttering. We also share with you the secrets of creating a home that is not only decluttered but stays organised for life.
1: Our course is for people who want to experience freedom and joy in their homes It's perfect for you if you want to have a home that is welcoming as well as organised and where you are free to focus on living your abundant life.
2: To find out more and register for our upcoming free webinars, visit theartofdecluttering.com.au. We can't wait to have you in our course community this year.
1: I think the other thing about buying all this baby paraphernalia, you can get sucked in because you are like, "Well, I am going to use it for my next kid. Like, I am going to; it's going to be used again." However, does it need to be used again? Or like, will you? Yeah, will you? Like, if it didn't do you want get, a new one next time? Yeah. Or if it didn't get used with this one, why? I, why would the next one like it? Like, you know, if your baby doesn't like being in the baby beyond, yes, your next child might like being in the baby beyond, but maybe they won't either.
2: So what a lot of people do is once they've had baby number one and they're kind of outgrowing, say, your baby Bjorn or a cot or a high chair, is that they put it away in storage waiting for the next baby to come. So I have a hot tip for you. Take a photo of any kind of baby furniture, any baby accessories. Take a photo before you put it away and unassemble it and put it in storage so that if you decide that you actually don't need it, it's easy to sell. Because how frustrating is it to take apart a cot then not need it and think, oh, I've got to reassemble it to sell it.
1: Yeah. And the only picture I've got of it is with my kid biting the edges of it. Yeah, or
2: climbing half out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do take a photo and just have like a file somewhere that is ready to sell. And then when you're ready to sell, it's a really quick process. That's great
1: advice. The other thing is to think about how to store things. Like not just storing it in your garage, but do you need to wrap it? Is there a better way of storing it so it will last the two years or the three years or the four years or the never until, you know, until you decide to sell it? Like, you know, if you can't or choose not to have another baby. That's right. Um, I know my friends um, in Sydney, I think I've mentioned this before, they do pure prams so they clean prams and car seats so it's awesome i'll put a link in the show notes but they also sell um pram bags and brilliant idea so that you can store your bag store your pram prams in a bag in a bag so that they don't get eaten away yeah, in the, it's a great idea. or they don't get damaged by rain or whatever comes into your garage or dust shed and dust yeah all kinds of and things and they are like Amazing. You should see some of their before and after photos. Like there's like prams and car seats that have been spewed, pooed, all that, you know, like eaten, you know, like food moldy, yucky, gross things that happen in prams and cods and they get them looking like they're brand new. That's such a great business. Like it's amazing. Shout out to Kira Lee and Kate. They are amazing. So I'll put a show note I'll put a link in the show notes.
2: And the other thing when you're storing things is just because you're storing it, like you're still paying for the storage space. Yes. Your garage is still part of your home. And if you've got half of it filled with baby things and you can't fit your car in there, that's crazy. Keeping your most valuable possession out in the driveway so you can keep a couple hundred dollars worth of baby supplies. So be realistic. If an item costs you $50, Is it worth the space that it needs to be stored for the years before another baby comes? Or could you maybe sell it for $25, have completely clear area, and then if you need it, you can buy it secondhand again in the future?
1: Or you could lend it to somebody and say, here, I'm lending it, but I expect it back when I have my next baby. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then, but do what Amy does and presume that you may not get it back, and you'll have to be good with that. Um, so that's another way, um, of using your stuff and getting great use out of it, you know, or even if you, you could hire it out, Direct. <laughs> like, if you've got a cot and you go, Hey, yep, I want to lend it to you, but can you give me like 200 bucks for the year that you're going to have it? People, I'd be like, Ooh, I get what a, a cot idea. that I don't have to store. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to keep and I've just paid two hundred bucks for
2: it. That's a really clever idea, Kate. Uber baby supplies. <laughs> oh, Amy's
1: brain's just gone ding 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 ding.
2: <laughs> I can put Uber in front of any business idea and I'm a happy girl. <laughs> Never actually even I don't think I've ever even ridden in an Uber. But I clearly have I can franchise idea. I can franchise Uber to, yeah. to no end.
1: Because I liked what you said before that you could, you may not want the same item. Like what if you do fall pregnant with twins the next time and you've only got a single, singleton pram? Yeah. Or
2: you have bought like a bright pink pram because you had a girl and then you end up having two boys after that. Are you going to use the bright pink pram? Great if you are, but maybe you're not. Maybe you actually need to know what you're like. Sell off the bright pink pram. And wait till you know what gender your next baby is.
1: Yeah, or just buy neutral stuff to begin with. Well, that's how I would do it, but <laughs> not everyone does. No, 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 no. Or you could donate things, like, and and we've already spoken about in previous episodes donating to St Kilda Mums and yeah. Downer Line Support Network.
2: So go back to the donations um, page on our website au. So if you go into podcasts you can go and see the show notes for the donation one because there's so many places there yes. that you can donate baby things to.
1: I know the other thing that I always thought of because we got rid of everything after Emily because we thought we weren't going to have any more kids and yeah. that's Which what's was happened. Yeah, true, yep. Yeah. But I just kept saying to Simon and, and Simon would say to me too that look, what's the worst that happens? We just put a fa- call out on Facebook and that's go... Right surprise (laughs) surprise does anyone have anything to lend me like i know that i'm on mum's groups and if people put out when people putting out calls when i had stuff and when i was wanting to get rid of stuff hey take
0: it awesome i don't
1: have to take it anywhere else i don't have 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 to to pay
2: to get it taken away yeah Yeah.
1: and and because we were very happy to just give all our stuff away we didn't ebay anything that i can remember maybe we did but not very much we're not that we can't be bothered with all that which is that's our family yeah um and so we were just happy to give things away so if people put a call out on facebook i'm like yes i will like i'll give. that and same with like clothes that my kids grow out of i'm always passing them on to friends who need need clothes i don't put them in the charity bin i put a call out well let's talk think about, about my friends
2: clothes then and baby clothes and how best to store them mm. um I use rolling storage tubs like clear tubs and I would have one per size so I had a three zero two zero zero one two and worked it like that while they were still in clothes that they could hand down by the time my kids were about size two very little got passed from one child to the other because my boys are really hard on their clothes Pajamas would always end up with holes in them. Shorts would always end up with holes in them. Same with pants. T shirts would end up with rips and stains. So even now, my kids don't pass a lot of clothes down to each other because they're just really hard wearing hard. children. They are. They <laughs> wear through their shoes about every four weeks. Wow.
1: It's ridiculous. Now, why do you work so hard? Just to pay <laughs> just for the, their shoes.
2: It's ridiculous. I was actually talking to a guy the other day whose children are now um, early adults. And I said to him, your kids were really active. What did you do for your boys when they were wearing through a pair of shoes every four weeks? He goes, yep, ours did that. We ended up buying them steel capped work boots for school. That's a great idea. And I went, oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's what you're going to have to do next year. I know, because we've already gone
1: through two pairs of shoes this term. We're six weeks in. That is ridiculous. It's expensive. Your boys need to start paying for their own shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit mean. (laughs) Yep, I'm mean like that. (laughs) <laughs> how did you store clothes um we stored them in those vac bags oh i've never used a vac bag but yes. i see them all the time oh no we use them and they were really good because then we could like you know suck all the air out of all of them and got heaps more in
2: where did you put them once you would vac bagged them we
1: at the time in between kids we were living in a really massive house <laughs> really massive house. that's
2: gotta be massive that you're saying it's really massive y-
1: yes like it- massiver than where you are now way massive
0: what
1: so anyway we had plenty of storage so we just put them in um the one of the spare rooms up in the cupboard oh, up in the top cupboard yep. like top shelf Out of, of the sight, cupboard but easily yeah. accessible yeah and then um i know when my friend had a baby just before amelie and another friend came up from melbourne and they had a boy, so I'd sent some clothes, like some of my favorite clothes, back down with her. Lovely. Now, sentimental items with baby clothes. Did you keep any of your baby kids' clothes? Not an item. Okay, we'll talk about more about that. In, in sentimental, sentimental items, yeah. but we have we kept some clothes. Okay, but not a lot. Uh-huh.
2: I can't wait to hear. Maybe we'll do sentimental item episode next. Next, maybe. Can we? Could you just tell me, grandparents? Grandparents seem to have such a heart to just lavish upon their grandchildren. Lavish is a beautiful word. And sometimes it can be a little over the top in terms of they'll bring in large items that don't necessarily work in with how your family flows. Any suggestions
1: on how to handle that? Um, I love the idea of asking them to keep it at their house. <laughs> I love it. Does it. Yeah. So I would like, you know, Yes, if they want, if they're choosing to bring something in, then that you doesn't fit your house, doesn't fit your values, doesn't fit your style. So thanks so much, mum and dad. I really appreciate the thought. However, it doesn't work in our house. Would it be possible to keep it at your house and you can use use it? when the kids come over to your house, That's that great. would be really helpful. The other thing that I think is to have that conversation, that hard conversation with your parents and say, hey, mum and dad, look, we're on this journey of decluttering and we're on this journey, of minimalism or whatever journey you're on. And just say, you know, we, we really appreciate how much you love us and how much you want to be generous with us. So we're actually, you know, would love a, we'd love this pram. That's right. And B. it's out of our budget could you contribute could you, to that yeah would you consider doing that and then don't worry about getting anything until their first birthday
2: yeah or even hey mom and dad we love how generous you are do you know what would be the biggest blessing to us is if twice a year you gave us a night off yeah <laughs> and you came and the kids went to your house or you came to our house and we could just go away yes like that Gold is way better than any bouncer that
1: someone can buy you. Yeah, and I think uh, also that people forget just how much how generous people want to be with first babies in particular. Yeah, so my advice, and I always used to give this to people who were having kids like soon after me, is like, don't buy a single thing for your first baby. Like, yes, buy the big items, buy a cot, buy a pram, do not buy any clothes yeah. or buy one item of clothes like buy any toys you don't
2: need teddies yeah buy
1: that one thing like that one bonds outfit that you really love or one like dress or something really cute that's just that you absolutely love and just buy that then see what you get after the hospital and after those first couple of weeks where people lavish Mm -hmm. gifts on you and then go out and get what you need that's great advice because otherwise you're buying i know like i was super excited to be having kids To be having Oliver in particular, first child, I was so super excited, and I was excited to have Emily too because she was a girl. I knew she was a girl, so I went out and bought clothes, Mm. and then we got so many clothes and hand-me-downs and clothes that, like, the clothes that I bought my kids, they probably wore once.
2: There's so many outfits that kids just wear once because
1: you've got so many. many, You're trying to, and they grow so. Freaking quickly. And you're like, I just want to, I want, I want to take a photo of them in this outfit so these people know that they wore this outfit. (laughs) Like, there's just, so that was my, like, that is actually my number one tip to new mums and dads. Like, just don't buy anything. (laughs) Like, hold out. Yeah. And apart from the car seat, you don't need anything to leave hospital. No, that's right. You need a car seat. They can, depending on how, badly they feed or well they feed, you may actually be sitting on the couch for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) You may be sleeping on the couch. You may fall asleep with them in your bed with you. Yes, you're hilarious. (laughs) We need to wrap
2: this up. Yeah, we've taken up a bit of your time today, but I really do hope that you've taken some great tips. Please tag a mum that could use some advice. And if you've got some great ideas, some places that you donate stuff to, some tips... Please what do you share think them.
1: people actually need or, or don't let need? Us know. Yeah, like teach us. We don't. We, as always, we're not the oracles of all wisdom. We're pretty close. <laughs> we're so <laughs> humble too.
2: <laughs> awesome. We'll have an amazing week. Um, remember that you can write a review on Facebook or on iTunes for us, and sign up for our bonus episode on our website, theartofdecluttering dot dot au so you can just hear an extra bonus episode of us this week.
1: Oh, come and join us as a Patreon supporter. We love our Patreon supporters. We love all of you, regardless of how you interact, how you engage with us. We love all of you and we appreciate all of you. However, if you would like to donate some money monthly, then you can over at patreon.com forward slash the art of decluttering.
2: Have an amazing week. Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learnt something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook
1: as SimplyOrganised.po. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as feelslikehome. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes.
2: We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community,
1: you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering.
2: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Oh,